This program is brought to you by P1 Australia Racing Components, the designer of the oil heat mats for dry sump tank applications. Find out more about the truths on engine oil heating at p1australia.com. You love supercars and keeping up to speed sometimes means hitting the rev limiter? Welcome to the Gates Rev Limiter Podcast. After each round, we unpack what happened. Join Andrew Clark. We've paused a fraction and got it right, and they probably still would have won the race. I mean, and yours truly, Neville Wilkinson. These are the heady days when Ford was spending mega bucks for all the action, all the controversy, and sometimes a little emotion. The Gates Rev Limited Supercars Podcast. Subscribe now on Apple, Spotify, or where you listen to them. Thunder Media. Hi, I'm Chaz Mostert. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. And you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. It was a successful weekend for Coca-Cola Racing by Erebus. And today we hear from Brody Kostecki after his first ever championship win, George Commons on engineering that win, and Barry Ryan on Brody taking out the Larry Perkins Trophy. Yeah, Brody picked up picked up the pieces and brought it home in third in that last race and won the Larry Perkins Trophy. Great to you know get a win for the team this early on in the season and you know we've showed really strong form and we rolled out very strong, but really at Winton we were pretty happy out of the gate with the balance. So there's been sort of small changes since then. It's a refreshing Coca-Cola racing show today, and it starts now. Welcome to Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock, I'm here with Brody Kostecki, the winner of race four of the 2023 championship. Uh, fantastic for you Brody, because you've notched up for Erebus, another of their uh, important things, and we got a win last year, you got now one, so how did it feel? Yeah, it's obviously great to you know get a win for the team this early on in the season, and you know, we've showed really strong form, so um, yeah, it's great that we've continued it on from Newcastle and testing uh, in the pre-season, and Obviously, to get the second and third, uh, you know, on the first day in the first race here at Grand Prix, and you know, to get the win the next day, and both cars starting on the front two rows is really cool as well. So, uh, yeah, to tick that box is pretty cool. It was under pretty um, crappy circumstances. I wasn't, you know, exactly ecstatic that I won, uh, just due to the circumstances. But um, yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll uh, see what we can do today um, here on the uh, Saturday and see if we can um, win again. Um, you know, showing showing pretty positive. We've got both cars starting, you know, first and second. So if all goes well, one of us should win. Indeed, indeed. And of course, that was the first run you've had on the new wet tyre, which is a, a different thing. But you didn't do enough to get a real feel for it. No, I think um, yeah, just sort of knew that it was a bit softer than last than you know last year's wet or, or the previous wet that we had. So um, yeah, just went out there and just drove hard. Um, pretty much just drove it like a. Um, you know, a slick tyre on the dry type thing was actually quite a good wet. So, um, yeah, I was just able to do a pretty big lap out of it. And um, I knew that I was only going to get one lap out of them, you know, because they were a lot softer than, than um, you know, the previous generation wet. So, um, yeah, just really capitalised on that and, you know, wheeled it as well to get second. So, yeah, I think the team just did a good job of, you know, talking to us before the qualifying and saying you're only going to get one lap on them. So push hard and just get out of it. And I think that caught a few people out. 
Uh, now, it's been a very controversial start for the new generation of Gen 3, um, but one of the things about it was that there were glimpses in that race very early on where you were dicing with both your teammate in Will and Shane Van Gisberg and, and, and Tom DeVasquale was also mixed up. These are all people that you're, you know as friends as well outside a car, but you were racing closely. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, we have a probably a great deal of respect for each other, um, you know, outside the track and on the track. So it makes, you know, really good racing when you, you know, when you have respect for someone. So, and that goes both ways. So you, that's why you're able to see the close door to door racing. And, you know, we, we're all, you know, pretty similar when we're inside the car. There's no friends when you're inside the car. It's all about, you know, how, how, how good of a job you can do for your team. And that's, that's definitely by not making friends out on the track. So, but, um, yeah, Shane's a pretty smart racer and, you know, Will's also a pretty smart racer as well. So, you know, he, he, he was really, you know, in, in influential in how that race played out when he was on the hard tyre. So, um, yeah, when I was able to get by both of them and, you know, sort of just get to the front and um, sort of drive away was pretty cool. It's so early in the life of this car. I mean, obviously now being in your third year of the championship, so early in the life of this car, though, can you see it where the closing will continue to get close like that? That's the way you think it's going? Yeah, I think so. I think the cars actually race quite well. Um, I think the hardest thing at the moment is they're hard to fix, so it's hard to race someone, uh, you know, knowing the risk if you make a mistake and you hit someone, it could end your race. So... Um, you know, that's probably one of the biggest things for me at the moment is you have to be very cautious of, you know, what the, what a, a small mistake could do for the rest of your weekend, and we've seen that already this weekend. So, um, but there's always going to be problems with these cars, and to be honest, it's it seems like a big problem, but it's really not. It's been the only real real problem with these cars so far. So, um, yeah, I think it'll it'll keep getting better and better, and as the teams keep evolving the setups and and uh, you know whatnot, I think you know the racing will just get better and better. Now you've got a long history in racing big V8 cars because you raced NASCAR when you were quite young. How old were you when you were over there racing in States? Yeah, I moved over there when I was 12 and um, you know jumped into you know 700 horsepower cars when I was about 13, 14 years old. So wow. yeah, I got got plenty of experience of a big car on a on a crappy tire with no brakes. You know, pretty early on, and these cars are similar in a way. Except they got good brakes. So um, yeah, sort of it's. Sort of when I jumped in this car at the first test day, um, you know, I'd, I'd driven the prototype a fair bit, but when I jumped in, you know, the Erebus car for the first day, I was pretty confident that I was able to, you know, do a good job in it, and um, you know, the team have done a really good job as well. So that that also makes my life easy. Well, we're just about to see race four of the weekend, which is uh, race three of the weekend. In fact, George Cobbins just tells me, having just won race two, which is race four of the championship. Yes, that's right. Correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It does get confusing yeah, does, at times, yeah, though. Yeah. But, George, there was no confusion yesterday because not only did you get the win, yep. um, but um, then backed that up today with qualifying and taking a pole, yep. which is Brody's first in the, in the series. Uh, second. Second pole. Okay. Uh, third, actually. Third pole, right. Yeah. Well, he's doing better every second. <laughs> we'll keep talking. Yeah, we'll get we up to a dozen or so. One last year, and then obviously Newcastle, and then and now. So. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, it was that amazing sort of pole time he did up there in Newcastle. Yeah. George, um, you've been in the series for a number of years, but um, just tell me a little bit about, you know, you're engineering a new car. It's yeah. a whole new sort of yeah. palette you're working with. Yeah. But what sort of thing to get the car to the point where you had such an energised car? I mean, okay, it was only a short race, yeah. And he had the weapon he needed, though. No, that's right. I mean, uh, we spent a lot of time in the off-season rebuilding our vehicle model, um, going through in a real fine detail all the modelling that we do with that, and 
up and adapting it to suit the new car. And then that then lays the foundation of where you're going to start the car. And we rolled out very strong, but really at Winton we were pretty happy out of the gate with the balance. And so there's been sort of small changes since then. And we just manipulated sort of up and down and a little bit for the different styles of circuits. But otherwise, you know, we, we sort of hit the nail on the head pretty quickly with where we wanted the balance to be and, and how to achieve that relative to the old cars. And it's worked out, worked out really well. Okay. Coming from Newcastle, of course, um, it's not the same setup, but the car no. balance has got to be similar. No, that's right, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you obviously have stiff circuits and soft circuits, and this is more on the stiff side, um, and we were able to translate that very well. Um, and obviously, we were, went quite well at the Sydney test as well, which is another sort of more suited to this style of circuit. Um, so, yeah, the fact we've been strong at sort of both ends of the scale already is, is, is quite promising. Okay. Um, now, um, in terms of being on a high-speed circuit with this new car, I mean, at times they talk about it being unstable and unraceable and all those sorts of different words used. But one of the things that was quite obvious was the car looked good on the track. Yeah. I mean, and that, a lot of that comes about from the balance more than anything else. You know, when they're well balanced, the drivers can place them where they want to be and use the curbs they want, the way they want to use them. And that's what gives it that real energised look. Um, you know, they're, they're always going to say that it's, it's different to start with. There's so much less downforce than the previous car. So it is going to feel very different and the, we're all adapting to that. Setups are getting better, the drivers are getting more used to it. I think the racing will slowly improve for sure. Okay, and in terms of that downforce, um, here because it is, we don't have a lot of downforce to play with. No. But so what you're doing is in effect to cranking up as much as you can. Basically, yeah. I mean, uh, there'll be some circuits this year where I think we'll, we'll look at reducing it a little bit, um, but you know, that'll be part of, part of the practice of that circuit and some bit hard to test that sort of thing at Winton but yeah at the moment it's um we make use of everything we've got really okay and uh, then you back that up today with uh, taking a pole yep um and use the was the, the new wet the super yep. soft wet for the yep. first time um was there much needed change to the car for that uh no i mean we did well we did our usual sort of wet changes and then sort of ran them in the same window that we ran the previous wet and Brody did a really good job. So. Yeah, okay. All right, and then we'll brand back it up. Yeah, we'll brand we'll back it up. Yeah, that's right. And yet another first for Erebus, yeah, which is 2023 first. is proving to be a, a valuable yeah. time. That's right, yeah. So hopefully we can we can get the next one, which is a 1-2 race finish in, a, in an hour or two's time. All right, well, best of luck with that, and we'll talk to you uh, moments after. All right, thank you. I'm here with Barry Ryan, general manager, team principal, at Erebus and Coca-Cola Racing. Um, a big one today because it's a Larry Perkins trophy where you spent some of your early years in this sport. Yeah, I did seven years with Larry and we're still good mates now. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty proud to win his trophy as, as a team and for Brody to do it the way he did it. Um, coming from 15th to 3rd and actually beating Shane legitimately in the race. So, it was, um, yeah, bloody good. Yeah, real good. All weekend the car's shown pace as it did up in uh, Newcastle. Yeah. Um, You've really got a handle on these new cars. And I'm not saying that, you know, oh, you're going to split the field or anything yeah. like that, but it's a great sign for, you, for the team. Yeah, really good. And to have both drivers up there, Will we'll drove, we'll drove every bit as good as Brody all weekend. He just didn't quite have the luck. I hate saying luck, but it was, it was, it was like that. He just didn't... He put the soft tyre at the start when he really needed the hard and vice versa. And, you know, yeah, today he really had a go at winning the race. He had a go at um, passing Chaz and you know made the move and then spun and hit the wall. But at least he was having a crack and he was right up there. And then yeah, Brody picked up picked up the pieces and brought it home in third in that last race and won the Larry Perkins Trophy. 
like any race car, this thing is not a finish, you know, like, oh, we've done it, we've, we've accomplished it, we've achieved something. No, 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 it's an ongoing battle. Yeah. But do you feel that because you've shown over two very distinctly different types of track at that speed, that you've got the engineering group with the driving group that yeah. can actually go all the way? Yeah, I think that's the key. We've got the, the drivers and the engineering group and, and the mechanics, but the, the engineering group probably get, gets a lot of credit because... The setup from Newcastle to the setup to here is totally different. Like chalk and cheese, you can't bring the same car here. So that's why it's hard to sometimes be good at one race, the next race you're not so good because you can't just rest on your laurels and think, you know, we'll bring that car here, we'll be fast. You can't. So we're going to go to Perth, that's going to raise a whole new, um, another level, totally different track again. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if we can keep, um, you know, making sure we have the car working at every track. Yeah. And not just working to be tenth, working to win races. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and now obviously, um, you had a couple of hiccups along the way um, with Will and, and various times. Um, are there any particular weaknesses you see with the car still? I mean, like the Fords obviously have they've got an engine problem related to uh, uh, fueling. Yeah. Um, have you seen anything that, that remotely sort of presents uh, as a problem with the Camaro? Uh, it's not just a Camaro thing, but just a, you can't really bump anything too hard with um, with the back of the car bends the, the clip. So there's some things we've got to fix there, but they're going to be things that we expected. And as a technical working group with all the um, all the heads of tech from each team working together, I think we'll fix that pretty quick. Um, some things on the front bumper that are a bit too fragile that we've got to fix. So we're just going to make it so you can actually race hard without worrying about breaking your car. All right, well, thanks, Barry Ryan. Look forward to watching the results uh, from Perth. No worries. Thank you, Tony. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more. Or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. You love supercars and keeping up to speed sometimes means hitting the rev limiter? Welcome to the Gates Rev Limiter Podcast. After each round, we unpack what happened. Join Andrew Clark. We paused the fraction and got it right, and they probably still would have won the race. I mean, and yours truly, Neville Wilkinson. These are the heady days when Ford was spending mega bucks for all the action, all the controversy, and sometimes a little emotion. The Gates Rev Limited Supercars Podcast. Subscribe now on Apple, Spotify, or where you listen to them.